Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. It is another exciting week of the Advisor Arena Podcast. As always, I have the tall, the talented Josh Watson and the friendly friendly and gorgeous as ever the speckled tony shore (laughs) yeah yeah not as tall as josh there that's yeah tall i've never been accused of being tall man uh, these intros they just keep getting better Uh, (laughs) i i like i like uh i like where i'm at but uh yeah josh you're awesome Let's just put it that way. And I, I've got whatever I've got here. So, uh, Jamie, good to see you as well. Uh, yeah. I know you have a great show planned for us. Uh, have you been, are you guys, you guys are both from Kansas. And now Kansas City, you're Chiefs fans, though, I see. It is right? Super Bowl week. You betcha. And are you a Chiefs fan, Josh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm putting you on Chiefs the spot. Fan. Oh, so, you yeah. guys got to yep. be excited, right? I mean, of yep. course. It's going to be a, well, hopefully it's going to be a good Sunday. So we'll see. Yeah, we're recording the show uh, just before, you know, we're recording the show during the week. So we don't know who's won yet, but uh, I'll be rooting for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Trust me on that one. I heard a really cool story about the Kelsey brothers. So, you know, the Kelsey brothers, which one place for Eagles, one place for Chiefs. And yep. it was, I don't know what side I was on. It was something that showed up my Facebook feed, but it was somebody talking about these two really, you know, helpful ranch hands that were helping work cattle all day. And they were just in there working their butts off. And somebody said, hey, those boys play a little bit of football. Do you know that? And no, I didn't know that. And he introduced himself and said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm Travis or, you know, and oh, yeah, okay, great. And uh, he said, come to find out later, it was the Kelsey brothers that had been their ranch hands all day while they were uh, obviously uh, still, I mean, playing football wasn't like when they were younger. And apparently whomever they were with didn't really, some of them didn't really know who they were. And they said, we were really impressed. They were hard workers and very humble. So now they're my favorites. Yeah, that's awesome. And it is the first time I think brothers have played against each other in a Super Bowl, they said. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that, but there's been lots of talk about it. Yeah, yeah, there has. Well, what are we talking about on the show today? Well, we are going to talk about how to get the most out of your staff or your assistant. Just how do we get the biggest bang for our buck? We invest all this time and effort into hiring people And it can cause a lot of frustrations for people that don't really go into that with a plan or they're so busy, they just can't even step away long enough to get the benefit from the person they hired. And I'm sure some of you that are listening are thinking, that sounds so familiar or yeah, that's the reason I've been avoiding it. So think about what a massive undertaking this is for somebody who is independent. They're in the financial services business. They just wanted to be a financial advisor, right? We Most of us probably didn't get into this because we're great business builders or we love managing people. We like doing the financial planning aspect of it. But at some point, we are all going to uh, kind of reach a, a ceiling right on our the max amount that we can do. And in order to grow, we've got to rely on other people. And the thought of just 
advertising for help and then doing the interviews, hiring, creating job descriptions, training new employees, then managing those employees, addressing the issues that come up, giving feedback, all the things that really have to go in to build a successful team, that can seem just massively overwhelming, don't you think? I think so. How about you, Josh? 100%. I mean, well, speaking from experience, you know, I mean, being a sales guy, right? I don't, there's a lot of those skills that you need to manage people and to train people that quite honestly, I don't enjoy. So I'm not good at them. And so I totally 100% understand that you do need help. So right, I I I think it can be stressful. I've Yeah, I've heard from a lot of advisors. It's really stressful, Uh, you know, dealing with staff, hiring staff, training them. And then, you know, maybe it doesn't work out. Uh, And, you know, my my wife is a is a director in her position and she has a staff of about six or seven uh, underneath her. And uh, that's probably the most stressful part of her job is management. And um, believe me, dealing with coworkers too, I'm going to be paying close attention in the show because I have to work with Mitch Heil. Um, <laughs> it's the Mitch addressing is, issues and yeah, how to, how to resolve conflicts that you're going to be right. paying attention to taking <laughs> <Right>. notes. <laughs> All right. It's the sandwich yep. compliment, something that they need to fix and then something good at the end. Okay. Really what we want is to give you guys some resources and talk about five things. So it's not going to be super overwhelming, but really five must do things if you either already have staff or if you're looking to add staff. So number one, what we consider really the foundation of success for anybody, but especially if it's going to be an advisor plus even one, you have to have a process and it has to be a well-defined process. You have to create it. And you have to stick to it every single time for every single role. And that's sometimes easier said than done. Yeah. And I would just add that we stole that directly from Chuck Lucius himself, (laughs) who is the most process oriented person out there. So, I mean, if that doesn't go to show you that that's the foundation and the key to everything, I don't know what does. But processes, yes, that our most successful offices are all really process driven and they've written it down so they all know what it is. So that's a big one. So I'll take it one step further. We'll lead by example. And if you look at Gradient's process flow, we actually we have our own process flow, of course, internally, but we wrote out and we coach and teach a well-defined process for our advisors. So if they don't have one or they need some direction on creating one, that's why we have the new generation of retirement planning. It's a five-step process. And some of our advisors have decided to follow that exactly. Some uh, Some of them have named it their own thing. I think really branding yourself, naming your own process is awesome. Uh, We have many advisors that just name it after their name, the Paladin plan, the Maggie plan. You know, there's lots that are just named after themselves. So it doesn't have to be something super catchy or creative, or they might just use the new generation planning process. But whatever it's going to be, name it, use it, 
trained to it, and then everybody has to stick to it every single time. I'll give you an example of an office that I visited recently, and we'll see. I, I see if they listen, if they recognize themselves. It'll depend on, uh, I'll probably get an email, but uh, I'm going to share it. Sure. <laughs> so it's just a, don't name names. I won't name names. Nothing bad, just a difference here in how people handle things. So a husband and wife, the husband has many more years of experience, probably three times the number of years experience the wife has in this business. She's a more recent addition. And last couple of years, she has really taken over as the main producer. She's the one that brings in all of the business. And as we're really digging into their process and how they have their structure set up, the husband said something that was interesting as we were talking about training their staff and what they have written down. He said, oh, we have it, but I don't really need to use that. I've got 20 years of experience, so I just wing it. I know what to say. And I looked across the room at her and you, you know, you could just see the eye roll. And she said, well, I do use a process because that's what is duplicatable by others. And I'm the one that's training all of our staff. And that's what ensures that everything gets done exactly the way that we want it, that we don't let anything slip through the cracks. And I could tell she wanted to say, and why I'll produce you, but she held back, but it is, <laughs> that is what happens. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah, that's the, that's the key to the whole thing. So um, if, you, if you can't, if you can't do number one, then the other four were about to rattle <laughs> off. I mean, you might as well just stop there. So number yeah, one's be a, a little tough. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number one is a must. Number two, and this is something that I see a lot of people try to fast track through, which just completely the wheels are going to fall off. It's training. And there's a lot of do's and don'ts to bringing on a new employee. But one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is a lack of training. They think, you know, let me train you for a week or so, maybe even a couple of weeks. You'll shadow. I'll show you kind of what everybody does here. And then I'm going to send you on your way. And we're probably all guilty of this. If any anybody listening has ever brought on a new employee in any way, shape, or form or trained a new employee, I know I am guilty of this where I'm like, can I just show you what it is? And why didn't you just get it? I, that's not the way the real world works. It takes months and months before you're really good at a new job. And yeah. when we expect people to come in and just get it, or we throw them into something too fast, that's going to create a lot of frustration on both ends. Agree. Yeah. Training, training's tough, especially in this business, right? There's a big learning curve in the, uh, in the, in the business we're in. There's a lot of ins and outs and different lingo. And so it is tough um, to train somebody. So I, I think one thing gradient's done a really good job of this year too and i think we should mention this as part of the training is the admin you mm -hmm. so that's one way we can assist and help with some of that too and fast track that a little bit yeah the one you don't want to rush it right we have right. to take a step back we have to give people time to really get the big picture to get good at their roles to be able to ask questions to you know see it done and then have you watch them do it and give them feedback. But most advisors don't have the time to do that. And that's the reason it gets rushed. It's not because they're necessarily super impatient or I just don't think you deserve this training. It's just 
everybody is trying to fulfill more and more and more. And so it gets rushed. The Admin U is one of our newest training events that we added to the lineup this year. And it sold out immediately. We had to add an extra date already here uh, in the spring. And that is an opportunity for our advisors to send us their new hires, to send us their support staff, even if they're well-established, to say, let's get some other people in here to really help me train them so I'm maximizing the benefit I get out of these folks and out of the investment I'm making into them. Yes, it's a great event too. I mean, not only that, they're going to get trained, but they're also going to, they're going to meet the people that they're working with every single day over at Gradient. So helps them make that connection. They get to see all the tools and the resources and the systems and the processes firsthand, which is going to be extremely helpful for them um, to learn what, you know, how their job operates within the, you know, the bigger picture of everything else. So it's going to be a really good event and I'm excited for them this year. Yeah. I mean, we actually have one coming up. The next admin U is February 22nd through the 24th, but it is already full. So sold out. They're going to, they're going to have another one and this is the second one. And now they're going to have, I think they're adding a third and a fourth even possibility possibly. Yeah. And one thing I would add to the admin U, something that we've had for quite a while and that will be incorporated into admin U, but can also be a standalone resource is a 30, 60, 90 day plan for any new hire. So if you are thinking, man, I really need some support right now. I can't wait for this next event that's coming up in spring or I, I need some guidelines. We just had a big agency that we went out to see not too long ago and they had a new hire One of the reasons this was a little bit different than some of their other new hires is this gentleman was hired really to be a a duplicate of the main financial advisor. So he, when I asked, what do you want him to do? It was, I want him to be able to do everything I can do. I said, well, let's scale that back a little bit because that'll eventually be where we need to go. But if we just say, you need to learn everything I I can do, that's going to feel really overwhelming. And as we put together what we thought the plan was versus what he thought the plan was. He had like a three week training program before he could do everything I can do. We had like a one year program and we, we kind of went to an outside source here. Uh, Rami and Mark, who we talk about sometimes on million dollar minds, you've heard us reference them hundred million dollar shop year after year after year. It's just really Rami and Mark working part time to generate that hundred million in new assets gathered. And Mark said, you know, there's a reason I'm able to be part-time. It's because I trained Rami to be a duplicate of myself, but it took a year for us to get there. And here's exactly the plan that I followed. Here's the path I went down. And that's what we want to help our advisors duplicate so they don't feel so overwhelmed with, if I really need to duplicate myself or if I need to have somebody else in a role doing all the things that I don't like, that I'm not good at, that I need to be able to delegate, what's my plan? How do I get there? So I don't spend all this time and effort to train somebody. They get frustrated. I get frustrated. They quit. I'm back to square one. We see that over and over again, right? Where they just get into the cycle of hiring and think, gosh, I just can't get good help. 
Yeah, it's really it's the process having a process flow in place and and things written, job descriptions written out, process flow flow in place, and like you say, the training. I mean, that's how uh, Mark Sharifi and Rami Tamiz have done it. I mean, that's that's how they do it. And if they wouldn't have had that process, if Mark hadn't had processes in place, uh, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, exactly. Okay, number three, using technology to be as efficient as possible. We could go a lot of different ways with this one, right? But the the offices that we see that really run well, their support staff are able to really make that office flow efficiently. They're using the technology available to them to do that. So things like the new business tracker, where we don't have somebody trying to keep their own Excel spreadsheet or calling the carriers or getting multiple sites, they know how to use the resources at hand. Business tracker is a big one for me. I think the other one that I would mention would be inside virtual advisor, being able to run reports directly out of virtual advisor, things that we need for you know, making sure RMDs aren't missed or reallocations on annuities, things that you know, from a service standpoint, that really takes an office off track and they can get bogged down with service work if the support staff and the admin staff know how to leverage technology to make that easier and efficient, it can be a game changer for that advisor. Agree. And I would just throw in case central to go along with that, you know, having case central be able to run all your reports. I mean, that saves you hours upon hours of work. We just had a guy, um, he just came on board with us and showed him Case Central completely blown away. I mean, it was like life changing. So that's a huge one. And that's one that as soon as you come on board with Gradient, you can start taking advantage of. So I would throw Case Central in there along with uh, Virtual Advisor and the reports. Yep. So it's a good one. another story along the lines of Case Central and what they can do. One of the offices that we've talked to recently, as we dug into some of the things that they're using or they're not using, I found out that one of their support staff members was creating a financial overview. Like they would go through all the documents that the clients brought in and they would create an overview of here's all your assets, here's you know where your accounts are held, here's the qualified and the non-qualified money, and then go input that into virtual advisor. And we said, you know, if you just upload all the cases to Case Central, that's automatically done. Case Central always creates a financial overview, no matter what reports you've requested. And all of the info on that financial overview gets automatically sent back to virtual advisor. So now in the client record, automatically their assets, their net worth, they're qualified, they're non-qualified, all their holdings, their real estate, everything's already input into your CRM because you sent the case central, the documents to complete. So a lot of things that are really efficient there that people don't even think about. Oh yeah. If I would have sent that to case central, all of that would have been auto filled for me aside from all the reports I got. Yeah. And then, and then when they come in uh, to do the application, all their information that's in virtual advisor just pre-populates right over into the application, saves a ton of time and the clients in and out of the office and, 10 or 15 minutes. So yep. uh, what you're talking really, about there is firelight. With, the, the, with firelight. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just that much more efficient. I'll take it one step further to talk about firelight because 
I think some offices don't know that there's a difference. And this is obviously for the people that are already with Gradient that are familiar with the portal. But if you go into portal, there's a firelight button right there on portal. You can click on that. You can generate the app or you can go into somebody's client record inside virtual advisor. And if you click on the firelight button from their virtual advisor record, that's what pulls over all of the data. So a much more efficient way to use technology, just enter the info one time. If you already have it in virtual advisor, don't go re-enter it into firelight just because you clicked from the portal, go into their actual record and generate it. So little tips and tricks like that, those are some of the things that we wanna make sure your support staff are aware of so they can be super efficient, get on with business. You can give them more things to take off your plate because they're not getting bogged down doing things inefficiently just because they didn't know. So one more thing on technology, and this is new, I think. The ROI tracker that we rolled out a couple of years ago, is great, right? We all want to be able to, to track the return on our investment. We want to know, what did I generate from this seminar? Did my radio show actually do what I thought it was going to do? Or what was that digital marketing campaign like? Super easy way to do that now. Inside Virtual Advisor, if you go into the client record and you enter, for example, 250,000 into the GI 50 or, you know, 300,000 into an Allianz policy, whatever they bought, you click a button that says sync with ROI tracker, and it will automatically take that over to the ROI tracker. You don't have to even input it anywhere and it'll track for you how much business you generated off of each marketing campaign, which is a huge step in running your business like a business, knowing your numbers. I love that new feature. All right, number five. No, four. We're only on number four, right? Not to mention really quick, Marketing Central, right? Um, that's a great piece of our technology that's tying all that together uh, where it's just there's so much more on there and it's so much easier to find as far as marketing tools as well for you or your staff. Yeah, where they know, know where to find it and can easily access it. Yeah. Okay, number four, I almost got ahead of ourselves here. Um, before and after appointment help. For me, something as simple as the color money risk analysis, Comra, completing it before appointment one, huge benefit to the advisor. Agree. Yep, that's a, that's a great call to action to get people into the office. Um, and then once they're into the office to show that, hey, uh, we, you know, we've got some work to do. And so that's a great first report to have and roll out. And it's so easy. You can send it as a, you know, an email beforehand. If they don't complete it before they come in, complete it, you know, hand them an iPad as they're sitting in the, the waiting room or sit down with them and just go through the 11 questions. But that's such a one, it's a time saver for the agent, right? Because then he can just chat with them and he already has the info, he or she. Um, and to take it a step further from Comra, you've got strategy assessments, which is just a little more robust and the kind of info that you want to gather. We have several offices that have started implementing before people come in for the first appointment, they will have a member of their support staff call and do the strategy assessment online, which is basically just like an intake form, right? We're not doing the big fact finding. We're not having that 
you know, the emotional conversations we want the advisor to have to really build the rapport. We're just saying, let me gather some info in preparation for your appointment. How many times do clients say, well, what do I need to bring with me? You know, they know I've got to bring some documents with me. This is just an extension of that. Yes, bring your statements and your tax return and your social security info. I'm going to call you. We're going to spend about 10 minutes beforehand. We're going to take down some info. So, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Advisor has all the information they need and you can really maximize your time together. That is a huge time saver and it makes you know, oftentimes that first appointment, it might take it from an hour and a half down to an hour. Well, how many more appointments then can the advisor run if his appointments have been shortened because he has well-trained support staff to go leverage some of these other tools? After the appointment, you guys have favorites for after the appointment? I know a couple that I'm thinking of here, but anybody have favorites for what can be done after the appointment? Uh, I would say the uh, the fairy tale brownies are a big one right now um, with everybody. So I would say that is definitely one of my favorites. So fairy tale brownies that came from Million Dollar Minds, and that was every time uh, yeah. Rami or Mark signed up a new client. As soon as they signed applications or paperwork, he would mail them a package of fairy tale brownies. That's literally the name of the company, fairy tale brownies. You can go online and order them. You can you can put your logo on the box. I've done it. I do it for my clients. Yeah. Which is a nice Josh, note. we know why brownies are your favorite though. That's <laughs> obvious. That's right. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're ordering those just for yourself. <laughs> they are good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. They're they're not bad. And I'm kind yeah. of a dessert snob. And I, I do I do like fairy tale brownies. They're rich. They yep. are very rich. Yep. Yeah. The other one would be you know, just little things like a handwritten card afterward, just a thanking them for coming in after that first appointment, little touches that it's going to be the first thing that slips through the cracks if we don't have somebody to help us with that, right? As a, as a standalone advisor, an independent advisor, just working on your own, you're not going to have time to do those things. But if you have a checklist and you have a process flow, you know, one of the things that Gradient does whenever we have a new advisor that comes on that writes business, we mail them customized glasses, you know, just, just like drinking glasses, we we send them out. So little things that you can implement into your process flow that would be different. You know, it's going to make the the client or the prospect really at that point stop and go, oh, wow, you know, that was really different. Ongoing communication is my number one for after the appointment, whatever that may be, getting them back in, getting the info that they didn't bring with them that's needed, uh, rescheduling, if they don't get the info needed, making not being afraid to say, well, then we need to reschedule you because you know, we haven't had time to put anything together. You didn't give us anything. A lot of times advisors run these second appointments just because they were on the schedule. And then clients are like, I just, you know, didn't have time to get you the info. Well, we're just dragging out multiple appointments that don't need to happen. That creates inefficiencies. So several things there that are post appointment that are feel good for the client, but also really saves the time and energy and effort that the advisors are putting into follow-up appointments. So a lot of good things we can do there. Okay. Number five, don't let administrative stuff fall through the cracks. How painful is it when you write an application and you haven't done product training? 
or there's some new state training that came out that you didn't had one today. Oh, it's the worst. Oh no. It's the worst. It is. Product training isn't, isn't as prevalent as it used to be, but remember how many years ago when that started and it felt like it was, you know, every other call that we were making was don't forget, you have to do product training before you date the application. But now we have like best interest contracting, contract training hard for me to say um that states are just adopting willy-nilly it seems like no rhyme or reason agents that are appointed in multiple states are missing some of that there's 84 24 docs that have to be uh on file there's all these service work right reallocation forms and beneficiary change forms and death claim forms and you can see where it would be really easy for an advisor to get bogged down with service work or for service work to slip because somebody's not well-organized and really paying attention or not simply utilizing resources at their disposal to be efficient with those things. Yes. And I would say too, I mean, we see it. That's the number one reason people complain is lack of communication. So uh, you can't let the service stuff uh, slide because that definitely leads to more problems. So that's a big one. Yep. And we have multiple teams at Gradient to help your administrative staff. We have a post issue team that is specifically there to help with one-off stuff. Like I can't find this beneficiary change form, or I need help processing a death claim form, or I need to make a free withdrawal. It doesn't need to be systematic. Can I do it monthly? Can I do it quarterly? They are a fantastic team to help your assistants manage that. We have a full and robust contract and licensing team that is going to help you with, am I compliant? Is there anything that has changed this year for my state? Anything else that I need to be looking at? Is my anti-money laundering getting ready to expire? You know, just little things like that. We have departments that do that. Your administrative staff just has to know who to go to. And that's something that we really want to train them on for you. So you're not having to train them. We're showing them here's who you go to, here's how you utilize them, and here's how it benefits the office in the long run, which is huge. So I think in closing, I would go back to what you said, Josh, which is if this all sounds great, but you're like, I don't even know where to start. We have the admin you that's coming up. If you already have staff and you want to send them Our email address is on the screen here. If you're just listening to us, it's theadvisorarena at gradientib.com. Email us. We'll send you the agenda. We'll send you the training registration link. If you have written your first piece of business with us in 2023, the flight, the hotel, the training tuition can be paid for by us one piece of business. If you've not already written it, but you can before May, we will pay for that event for your staff member. I think that's huge. That is huge. It is huge. And I can promise you this will impact your bottom line in a positive way and make your life easier at the same time. So it's a, it's a no brainer. If you are listening and you don't have staff yet to send to admin you, but you're thinking, boy, I really need some help, our HR department does offer hiring services, okay? So you can 
have that paid for by us if you are in the dynamic business blueprint and you generate just 1 million in annuity premium we pay for that hi- that hiring service so the advertising the interviewing the actual hiring the getting everything set up the appropriate documents all of that can be done for you if you're like that sounds great but i need it now not until i hit a million it's fine still available we're just not going to pay for it for you but it's still a great resource at a greatly discounted price for our advisors. Email us, call us. Email is probably the best way to get us because you can go right to Josh or I, the advisor arena at gradientib.com. We will take good care of you and your staff. Guys, thanks for joining today. Good topic, huh? Great topic. Yeah, I think it's a big one for the advisors out there. This is an area that a lot of them end up struggling with. You know, you're a great advisor. You know what you're doing. But uh, the administration aspect of the business is just so hard, especially if it's just you or you and one other person. Yeah, it can be a major undertaking. So we want to help. Thank you, guys. Tony, tell Mitch he better watch it. You know now what to do and how to keep him in mind. Thanks, guys.